0: When you came in, everybody usually always gets one of their answer sheets or soon-to-be answer sheets because we want you to put in what God's showing you. But also, hopefully, um, you got a KTP sticker. And so, um, you know, I usually put them on the glass. You can put them wherever you want. Um, so that's good. It's another way. Remember, we're talking about reaching out. Just little things that we can do to reach out, you know. And we did a little decorating today. The Lord's been providing. We got some new banners to just root the team on. Um, so I just want you to see what God's working on and God's doing. Also... Got a little challenge for y'all. Everybody should have got one of these. This is a Bible tract, Okay? So if you got one of these, say amen. amen. I thought everybody said amen, didn't they? Okay, I'm going to make sure everybody got one. Well, this week, this is what I want to show you. This week, I want to challenge you to give this to somebody. And you can read through it. And, um, and basically, it just shows you the steps to call on the name of Jesus. It's as easy as ABC. Now, that doesn't mean it's cheap, just like it says in there. It costs God everything. But you know what? But we can freely give that out. And you know what? You don't think this will transform life? The power of God's word is amazing. Somebody gave me a Bible tract in 1995. And we're here today still saying the same message. And I tell you what, there's not a better message than Jesus saves. Amen? So I'm going to give you all some tips on this. One, you can say, hey, you know, I got this at my church. And boom. Hey, you know what? Anybody got bills? (laughs) Man, I need to move in with y'all. I thought everybody's hands up. See, this is what we do sometimes. We get bills and we just go ahead and put one of those in the bill. I still send the money. Okay, because <laughs> I don't want to. Pastor, buddy, you turn the lights off. I send him a Bible track. I'm like, no, no, that's Whew, Better put that in there. You know, but God might work in that too. You know, He He can do it. But anyway, so just some other ways. Like, you know, I've been in, in the restrooms and go into the mall, and somebody's got one sitting up like that. You know. So what I want to say, that's not real hard this week, right? One of these. Right. Yeah. They're going. Yeah. Well, you know, what? I just want to encourage you with that, man. That's a great privilege that we get to, to share the word of God. And so, you know, and we're going to be doing other things as, as time goes on. We're going to look at doing some evangelism uh, kind of training on Tuesday nights and stuff. But We're still working that out. So those are two simple little ways just to say Jesus loves you. Amen. So with that being said, I'm going to get Miss Tanya to pray for us and we jump. In. I just want to encourage you with that. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Because I know sometimes we're all a little bit hesitant to to share our faith, and that Bible track is an easy way to do it. You can just say, have a great day. Done. Amen. You know, and let God's word, um, you know, move in their spirit. Uh, Lord God, we thank you for today. We thank you that your word is alive and active. Uh, Lord, and uh, today we just ask you to anoint Pastor Buddy with a message that you have given him for us. Uh, Lord, I, I pray that each heart is open to receive the message that you have sent just for us just for each one individually and corporately as a church. Uh, Lord God, um, use him mightily, anoint his words, uh, Lord, that he would present it in all the power that comes from you and that you would make it alive and active in our in our lives, Lord, to transform us more and more into the image of your precious son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, you know what? I've been wanting to preach this message for some time. And for whatever reason, I just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. So let me show you what the title is procrastination (laughs) so I think today's the day right now I just want to make sure that we are on the same sheet of that I call it procrastination the dream killer and and just so that we know I know not all of us have this struggle but we all know somebody that has that struggle right don't point to them okay (laughs) but you know what so the definition we're going to use here is procrastination refers to the act of replacing high priority actions with tasks of a lower priority thus putting off important tasks till later that doesn't happen here right come on now y'all in church just go ahead and say amen <laughs> because it can because it's easy to put things off that we really don't want to do or sometimes we get overwhelmed but today I want to take a few pieces of the puzzle and walk through um, what God's got for us well so with that being said I want to go ahead and give you our opening scripture for today okay can you guys see that psalm 39 4 I always encourage you to bring your Bibles but if not we try to put it as much as we can up on the um, on the screen but uh Look at that this week. That's an amazing psalm there. And God's going to speak to our heart through that. But it says, remind me, Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered, how fleeting my life is. Now, to, to show that, I think there's, there's a lot of things we can do. But uh, there's, there's one thing that I saw a long time ago. I shared it once or twice. And I think it's the best illustration that I can use to show you how fast time is. You know, if we live to be 100, it's really kind of fast in, in the scheme of eternity, right? Oh, y'all ain't getting this. Let me get some, for Hold on. Let me see what we got here. All right, hold on. Now, this rope here, right, we're going to let this rope represent all this back here. And you know what? I'm going to leave them knots in it because sometimes we do get some knots in our life, don't we? Get some tough times. Represent our, our, our life. This part right here is actually going to represent our life. Let's say we live 80 years old, 100 years old. Okay? And you know what? Somebody had a birthday yesterday. Me. It didn't take long to get to 48. Let's just go like that. Let's see the. Mom, we need some new scissors. But you know, man, time's going on. And you say, man, why do you get so focused on this? Because we need to be looking at that too. See, the steps we take here impact these over here. So, see, a lot of times you say, Oh, I got another day. I got this going on and different things like that. But I'm going to tell you, as time goes by, we're not guaranteed another day, are we? And, and so, as much as we're talking about death and our time here, I'm really talking about life. You hear what I'm saying? I'm talking about what are we doing with what God's given us today. You know? And I, I tell you, I had a great birthday yesterday. I appreciate all the, the calls and the thumbs up and everything like that. But, you know, I was just sitting there, man, I have been blessed. I mean, blessed, you know, and and God just takes us each day a step at a time. And I don't know how many days I'm going to have, but you know what? I had a good one yesterday and I'm going to enjoy it today. And I'm going to use each moment to impact lives for Christ. But so when you look at this, you say, well, you know, that's a crazy illustration. You know, a lot of times, how many do you know that really don't focus on this? They're so focused on just this little piece. And I know I'm saying this again, but I want you to hear it. But this is eternity. And we're going to spend eternity somewhere. And I give you, there's two places, heaven or hell. And if we reject Jesus Christ, in other words, say, I'll get back to you. I'll procrastinate that. And we take our last breath. That means we have rejected the Lord Jesus Christ, gift of salvation. That's why we always make an opportunity every week for somebody to say, you know what? I mean, Jesus. Guess what? We all do. And so I pray today, if you've never given your life to Christ by asking him to come in and forgive you of your sin so that you can know that your eternity is secure in Christ, you do it today. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap on that. All right. All right. I got to tie that back on there. <laughs> well, let's jump on in here. So everybody doing good? You know, as much, and i was thinking about this too, as, as much as, as we can replace things in our life, there's some things we can't replace, right? We can't replace time, you know? You think about it, if, if you in between jobs, you'll get another job. If you spend your money, there's more money that's going to be coming down the line, right? If you're not feeling good today, we're going to pray for you and we trust God to bring the healing to your body, amen? So you know what? But time, you can't get back can you? So use your time wisely. Tell somebody you love them tell somebody, you know, I forgive you, or maybe forgive yourself. And I see that a lot. A lot of times we just won't forgive ourselves. But also I want you to know as is when we look at those things, man, that we just, it's easy to put stuff off that we don't want to deal with, isn't it? You know, I thought about, you know, when my dad was sick a, a year ago and stuff, and, and we, we, he had a lot of stuff squared away. I'm thankful because when that day comes, you don't want to be dealing with a lot of things, and emotion-wise. But if you have things set, set to go, and you're, Good with the Lord. Guess what? It's just a celebration for a graduation. Amen? We know we'll miss them when they're gone. But here the promise of the Lord said, you know what? It's going to be just like that before we're with them again. And so I want to I encourage you guys with that because I know we've all had losses. And, uh, you know, and it's a new year. We don't know what we're going to step into, but I know what we're going we're to walk in. We're going to walk in the grace of God, the mercy of God, and the forgiveness of God. Amen? And his power. So what else does this procrastination do? Will it kill the dreams? Yes, it will. Guess what else? Turns around. It impacts your future, doesn't it? You know, well, I don't want to do that today. I don't want to go back to school. I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. You know, we can always find a reason to just, you know, just open that chasm (laughs) more and say, I'll I'll get it later. I'll get it later. I'll get it later. Does that only happen when I ask somebody to do trash around the house? Okay, it got quiet there. I was teasing. (laughs) I I do love it. And you know what? They probably get that from their dad. (laughs) I'll get it a little bit. I'll get it a little bit. But nevertheless, I want to tell you today, but it doesn't have to be like that. So if you've got. Your your handouts, we're going to walk through that. And the first thing I want to look at is is failure. How do we look at uh, failure and pull the good out of that so that it turns to favor, amen? So when I was looking through here, the number one dream killer is procrastination. Now, I want you guys to just take a second. I don't know what God's put on your heart. I'm sure he's playing at some dream in your life or something like that, or he's, he's pulling you or nurturing you into something. Maybe it's a new business deal. Maybe it's just uh, reading your Bible more. Whatever it is, I want to encourage you today to take hold of that and apply these truths of God's word so that we'll jump in and be in the flow of what God has, right? So the number one thing is we fail to put priorities in the right order. Amen? We do a lot of times. It's easy. It's like, well, I'm going to get to that, but I'm going to do this now. And so what I want to, want to tell you, it doesn't take long for this to be gone, does it? I mean, them years are clicking, man. Yesterday, I was going down memory lane. I was like, man, that's hasn't been too long since I did that. I was like, man, that's been 20 years since I did that. You know? And so times goes by, and I'm not here to be doom and gloom. I'm here to encourage. Let's make it a good day today. Just today. We can take baby steps, can't we? Right? So take a look at this. One of the things is we never get started. If we never get started, it will never become a reality. That dream that God's placed in your heart will not become a reality if you're just sitting on the sidelines. All right? We think, you know, and a lot of people approach salvation that way. They say, well, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm saved, so I'm just going to sit on the sidelines. You know, I gave my life to the Lord a long time ago. I'm just going to sit on the sidelines. But they never decide to grow in what God has. Well, let me show you what the devil wants to do. John 10.10. This is Jesus speaking. He says, The thief comes only to steal and to kill and destroy. But Jesus says, I have come so that they may have life and have it in abundance. See, a lot of times it's, it's, I'm going to read just what I put. The devil is pleased when you put it off for another day. It. Now you can define the it, whatever that it may be. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get healthier. I'm going to spend more time. With the Lord or whatever. So every time you know we keep our Bible closed, we miss church, we don't do what we say we're gonna do. Hey man, that's just a big that's just a big deal for the devil. He's just like this, I put him off another day. I put him off another day. How many know, now I'm I'm, I'm on, just listen. To what I say. I ain't stomping on no toes. If you miss one week, it's real easy to miss two, right? At church. And if you miss three, it's like, well, I'll go next year. How do I know that? I'm preaching to me first, right? So we'd love to have you here. And I know there's situations sometimes that we can't come here. And and I understand that. And so praise God that we have ways that you can still get the message at home and everything else. But I just want to tell you, make the most of every opportunity. Because the devil, he just wants you to just put it off another day. Whatever that decision is. I'm gearing this towards something. If you're here today and you never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Satan wants you to go, well, I'll think about it. He wants you to stay on the fence. And you guys heard me say this almost every week. Right? Just stay on the fence, you know? Do I, do I stay in the world or do I, I step over and step out with God? And what we found out is, guess what? The devil owns the fence. So if he can keep you on the fence, that means that you have actually rejected the Lord. You said, no, I didn't reject you. Well, you didn't choose him. So what's the other side of the coin? You didn't pick Him, right? Right. So here we go. So but this is good news. This is good news. Take a look at this. Now, I want to ask you a question. Just a little, little something. Are we being effective with what God has entrusted to us? See, so many times we, we, we just don't realize. We'll get back on track. We'll do this later. And I want you to still be churning about what is it that God's been tugging on your heart? Maybe it's a mission trip. Maybe it's, like I said, read your Bible. Maybe something like that. Maybe it's to go across the street and talk to that older person. Maybe help them out. I don't know what it is. I'm just trying to, to, to hit on some stuff. Maybe it's an older person and somebody's got some young kids and maybe they just need a little, hey, it's going to be okay. I've been down this road. I don't know what it is, but I want you to be aware of that little tug on your heartstrings this week. So are we being effective with what God has entrusted to, to us? Are we good with, um, with um, you know, with, 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 when the job place makes me think of this. Are we being a witness in the job place? Now, you know what the sad story is? Is probably we spend more time with the people at work than we do our family. Amen? Amen? You know, uh, my buddy Daryl came uh, a while back and he talked a little bit and, and I see him maybe once a week or something like that and we, we offload these big tanker trailers. And I talk to him about an hour because we're walking, doing stuff. I hate to say, I don't get to talk to my wife an hour every day. I wish I would. I really don't because of the schedules and stuff like that. And so, you know, we spend so much time with people at work. Can we impact their life for Christ? Can we be entrusted with the gospel message? Hey, it could be as easy as this. Leaving it on your desk. It could be as easy as... Hey, have you ever read one of these before? You know, I'm talking about the Bible tract. Just giving you tools for your spiritual tool belt. Amen? So take a look at this. Pursue the task at hand with persistence. What do you mean with that? When God's made something clear in your heart, step out and do it. Because if He's called you to it, guess what? He's going to supply what you need. I'm sitting here looking around today. We were thinking when we first started this with God, we don't know how this is going to work out, what's going on. But we knew... That the Lord had kept opening doors and we stepped through them. And we're still stepping through them. And we're still stepping through them. And it's amazing because guess what? Guess who gets all the glory? God. God gets the glory. So we want to be on his time frame. We want him to be the pace setter. But you know what? We want to be obedient when he gives us something to do. Amen. And so if we're doing it, and we can use that in every aspect of our life. Whether it's our own business. Whether it's our raising our children or, or, or whatever it is. But when you hear the voice of the Lord, speak to your heart and say, you know what? I think I'd do it this way. Hey, let's do this. And a lot of times, you know, we say, how in the world are we going to work through this? And, and God will give you wisdom on you. He? he really will. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I, by, I was thinking about this this morning. Went by my buddy's house. My fishing buddy. I went on one trip. I feel like I'm the captain now. Tell him, Grayson, I'm not the captain. I'm not. The, so I went by my buddy's house. <laughs> he said, you're not the captain. But I am. I am the, the deli trade sampler. Amen. <laughs> I gained like three pounds. So we go by my buddy's house and he's working under the engine and stuff. And, you know, all the guys at work say, you got some great ideas, but don't touch nothing. You know, I forgot to tell you that part. They do tell me that. So he's looking at there and he's going to mount this thing. I go, man, that's pretty cool. What what are we doing? What are we doing? And I'm praying the whole time. I said, Lord, I don't want to look like a dummy. Give me some good input. Because I said, that's my buddy, man. I said, you know, what what do you think? So we start talking. I said, hey, I wonder if we could put it over there and this little heater thing. And I wondered, hey, you know what? We're sitting there talking. I said, if we had like a bracket, he goes, yeah, we had like a bracket, yeah. (laughs) Oh, we're rolling now. It's dangerous. Debbie's in the house. She's safe, right? We're out there, and I said, hey, you know what? You know those little fire extinguisher thing? If we had one of those, we could take that out. That's probably not a good thing to do on a boat, but that little holder thing would work. He goes, I got one. I got one. I said, if you don't have one, I got one. I mean, we're rolling, man. I'm riding to the house. Time I get up. He tells me, he said, I got it. It's already in. Yeah. God's wisdom, but we had a good time with that, right? And when we say, praise the Lord, who got the glory? God. I was thinking, man, I'm was, I was thinking, I'm glad he didn't want me to drill a hole in the boat because I'll never go out nothing again. <laughs> but those little things that happen like that that you could share and, and just point praise back to God. We were just hanging out, you know, and we were just looking around and, and that was an awesome thing. But God will give you wisdom in those situations, amen? So I want to take a look at this. How do we focus? Or the things that God has for us. Everybody doing good, right? Everybody write a whole bunch of notes down, right? So you're going to look back in a month and say, oh, that was a cool message. A us <laughs> apply You know something I want to put under, uh, under the last heading that I had here? I said, hold firmly to your faith in Christ. Do not be shaken. Don't be swayed. And don't grow weary. See, sometimes when we see failure come in our life and, and, and the, whatever the mission is just seems so big. Remember your God's bigger than that. Look up just a little higher. Lift them eyes unto Jesus. Amen. I want to make sure you guys hear that. And you know what? When I got ordained as a minister, one of my buddies at work, he had, he, he had this one thing to say to me. It's funny when you're putting a message together. It's one of my work buddies. He said, hey, man, God's opening up some doors for you. I said, yeah. He said, I've been praying for you. I said, man, I appreciate that. And this is what he told me. I never forget. I was in the back of the shop. And he said, hey, can I tell you one thing? Boom, just like that. I said, yeah. He said, keep the main thing the main thing. Keep the main thing, the main thing. And he walked off. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Now you hear that, sound reading. I said, uh, what do you mean keep the main thing? He said, keep Jesus first. I said, I got it. I got it now. Sometimes you got to break it down. But you know what? That's one thing we try to do to keep the main thing, the main thing. To tell you about the love of God. To tell you that he's a forgiving God. To tell you that he's about giving the gift of grace, right? Telling you that you've been redeemed from the curse of the law. All right. I just want you all to know that. So that's what we're going to focus on. Here we go. Let's take a look at this here. How is your focus? Sometimes we got to kind of evaluate this. Now, now, y'all just be nice. I'm going to hit you with this here. When you get something in front of you, does it consume you? Sometimes you can just get overwhelmed with the mission, whatever it is, even if it's a good thing, right? But do we get, does it start sucking the life out of you and everybody else in the family, right? Because you can get so geared up on something. I'll get back with you. I'm doing this. You are so focused on something. That you forget there's other people around. And you forget that maybe, yeah, maybe God gave you the, the, the message, but then we go, I'll check back. I'll check back with you because I got it. We want to keep God in the center, right? So let me just tell you this. Do we put prayer as a priority as we walk out what God's put in our heart? Do we put prayer as a priority, amen? All right, now this is what we got here. We build your faith by focusing on Christ. Now I hit on that just a little bit But you know we can be overwhelmed with that But I want to tell you that If we keep looking at the things of God it's, I, I love sharing the testimonies And I want to apologize to you guys If I ever talk to you And, and, and I start going uh, And I'm, I'm going to apologize for taking up uh, some time When y'all are getting ready to eat or something like that And I start talking about the Lord I'm not apologizing for talking about the Lord I just want to be aware of your, your time Because I get excited you know. And when they say I got two bars left on their phone Oh I got them now I got to tell them some more and I start telling some stories about what God's done. And what God's done, and they're going, man, you're all I can see a now going, bring breathe. But you know, I can't turn the volume down on what God's doing. But guess what happens? My faith starts rising up. Because when I start looking back at where he's got us and where he's taking us to, right? And I look back over this right here and say, God, you are so faithful in those small things. I say, you know what? What's he going to do next? What would he do next if I just trust him? And so, you know what? It gets contagious. But sometimes, guess what we got to do? We got to make the proper adjustments. We got to make some course corrections sometime, right? So it's not like we set the chart and we just, we go like this. We know life's changing, things changing, right? I mean, the world, I told Thomas this, when he graduated high school and now he's getting ready to graduate college. I said, son, what you graduated into in the world is not the same. Be prepared. Be prepared. You know, you think about that in the last... So many years, things have really changed, job market and things like that. But guess what? We're on God's economy, amen? We're looking to him to be our supplier, right? So if he's our source, he'll be our what? Resource, amen? So take a look at this. I wrote it this way when the Lord was just speaking to my heart. I said, allow the dream to live out of you in all areas of your life. He you said, well, what in the world do you mean by that? Listen and follow the promptings of God. Now, I'm just going to go back. This just hit my mind. You know, say God calls you to start a new business or or a new phase of your life, and and you know that that's the Lord speaking. Well, take those steps, but honor God in that. Let let that be birthed out of what God has given you. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to break it down a little bit more. In everything you do, let, let me give you an example. When God put it in my heart to do ministry, it wasn't just on Sundays. It became a part of my life. It became a part of everything that I did. And there were some hard decisions. Man, I loved playing in my rock and roll band and all that. And I still did. But God was so gracious. And he would just start showing me how that door was closing. And this door was opening. up. And I didn't. I wasn't picking and choosing to this. I'm just going, Lord, I just want to be where you want me to be. Because I know that's the best place. So how was I walking? Was I going like this? I was going. Just kind of holding on a step at a time. And God, and God said, that's okay. Take another step. Take another step. And we're where we're at today. We got a long way to go, but you know what? We're still leaning into the voice of God. We're thankful for everything that God's given us, and we're going to give him the glory for that. But you know what? So when we're doing stuff, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about what God's doing all the time. I'm always looking for a sermon illustration. Always. You know, I'll break something. And go. How can I use that in the kingdom? Because I broke it. I can't use it here. <laughs> it's like, wow. What can we do? And you know, a lot of times we get so wrapped up with what's going on, we can get isolated and just get our eyes focused on one thing and we miss the rest of it. So today I want to encourage you to, to invite God into that and let him be the pace setter and let him work everything out. Now, how do we do that? We got to keep him involved, don't we? We got to keep him involved. I don't care what we're doing. Keep God involved, whatever it is. You say, how do you do that? Well, we spend time with God. You know, I was writing this down. If we think we could take off running and leave God out, failure is closer than you think. Amen. I want to say it again. If you think we could take off running and leave God out of the equation, failure is closer than you think. Because it's all birthed out of that relationship. Relationship. It's about that. Amen. So I want you guys to understand that God is for us. Amen. Amen. Glorify the Lord with each step. You know what? It might, it might just be putting that on the back of your car. That's up to you. At your desk, on your toolbox, on your place of business, whatever. Pointing others to a place that they can come in and you can know that you know what? They'll be loved right where they are. That they hear the truth of God's word and they'll have an opportunity to respond to that. Those are three things that I promise you that, that we're going to do. You know, and we're going to do them the best we can. And as we learn more, we'll do more. We're just going to listen to the Lord. But I'm going to tell you what I ask people this. I want to go into this. That's not in here at all. If you go somewhere, if you went to a church somewhere, and I'm not church bashing, I ain't hey, praise God. We're all in this together if we're if we counting Christ as first. Amen. But you know what? I pray when somebody goes into a service, before they leave, they know what it takes to have a personal relationship with Christ. And I'm going to tell you what, there's people that have been sitting on church pews for 30 years. And they think it's about just being a nice guy or a nice gal. That's not it. It's about a personal relationship with Christ. Understanding that our sin debt has been paid in full by the Lord Jesus Christ. And receiving that by faith. Amen. And you know what? I just weave that into the message all day long. Because that is the message. That is the message. But he's got so much more with it, doesn't he? He's got so much more with it. Amen. Well, let's keep it rolling on this thing. Keeping the main thing, the main thing. So when we realize that. Keeping the main thing the main thing is Christ Guess what Kind of takes some of the pressure off doesn't it It really does Because we don't have Well what am I supposed to be doing over here What am I supposed to be doing over here What am I supposed to be doing over there You know what Just sharing Jesus As he will have you share You might share it different than me You know I got to tell you this Last night we had some friends together And uh, um, one of the Tuesday night guys He's been out a little bit They just had a new baby Kenny Green A friend of mine And uh, it's funny You know we were talking about It doesn't matter how old you are A couple of weeks ago Where the little girl Made a big difference in somebody's life about two messages ago. Well, you know, you think when you're the older one that you're supposed to be setting an example. Well, that's great if you can. But you know what? Sometimes you've got to walk where you are at the time. And there was this young guy that came work with us. He only stayed here about six months. And I got to see God working. I ain't going to cry. (laughs) I'm going to cry out there every time I talk about this. It's just like, boom. Man, when somebody takes time to invest in your life, it will transform your life. And so I'm working and doing stuff, and I noticed this guy would pray. He didn't shove nothing on me. I know he's reading his word and everything. And I couldn't get this. I couldn't get this. And, and let me tell you, he's just a guy. I'm sure he missed the mark. I'm not I'm elevating him, I'm elevating God in him. Amen. He looking, and he goes, Man, I said, What's he said? And we need to pray about something. I said, well, What's up, man? And I've been saved. I give my life to the Lord, but I just sat on the sidelines. I'm just sitting on the sidelines, you know? And, um, He says, well, I want to go away this summer. I don't know how much vacation i got because we're going to build some homes for some people. And my brain at that time, I said, you're going to take your vacation. Yeah. And your bonus money that you got, whatever it was, to do that. I'm thinking, man, we are not on the same sheet. Guess what? I was on the wrong sheet. And I saw God bless this guy. He did it for the right reasons. He had a heart for God. And I tell you what, y'all will laugh about this now. We were sitting in the shop one day and he says, you know what, I think we ought to just pray about that. Everybody working and everything, right? He said, we ought to just pray. And he took his hand up and laid his hand on my back and we started praying. I was going, they're looking like I really care about that now. But I'm going to be honest, early on I'm like, I think he's got something in his eye. You know, I, I was that guy, I was that guy, and now look, they've created a monster for Christ. A good one, right? You know, I'm like, man, let's pray about it. You go up to somebody in the mall and say, hey man, how you doing? Hey, can I pray for you? And they're going, yeah, I guess, I don't know, I don't know, you do see what's going on? You know? But as that relationship grew, I got to see God pouring out of his life into my life. You know what, when I was still playing in the clubs, I'll never forget, i never forget this. I jump up on the pool table, can't do it now because of my knees. Jump up on the pool table. And man, I'm working. this And I see this guy come in. I was like, why are you here? Why are you here? And he brings this Sunday school teacher. And he goes, hey, that's the dude God's going to use one day. I'm going, okay. And I'm thinking, I'm the poster child for what not to do, right? <laughs> but that wasn't it. But he saw something and he believed something. And, he, and someone said, hey, man, why not you come with me? Oh, I got something. Hey, man, you want to come to a men's breakfast? Now I got something. And I kept putting it off and putting it off. you know what he did? He just kept loving me. Just kept loving me. Man. And you know what? I am so grateful for those baby steps. And the guy just taking me where I was. He didn't try to beat me into the mold of what he thought was right. He just loved me like Christ. And I got to see it. Wow. That's been who knows how long. Probably 12 years ago. And every time I tell that story, I get the same effect. It just, it just, my heart just goes, I'm so grateful for somebody taking time. Are you grateful for somebody taking time in your life? I know I am. And guess what? You can be that somebody in somebody's life somewhere. I probably can't say that again. But you know what I'm saying. You can be that somebody for somebody else somewhere. Amen. Let's keep on going. Let's focus on Christ and keep on rolling. So it's freeing when we know that we just need to serve the Lord as he says. Freedom, everybody loves freedom, don't they? You get to do anything you want, right? I don't know if that's a good idea. I'm not talking about that type of freedom. Free from sin to live for Christ is what I'm talking about. Free now that we're not shackled to the old ways, but we can freely do what God has for us, right? And guess what? You probably won't do it right the first time or the second time or the third time. guess what? God said, come on back. I love you anyway. Keep on walking. I love that. I love that. I said, man, I remember when, I, when the Lord laid it on my heart to preach. I go, I don't know anything. I don't know any Hebrew. I don't know anything Greek, anything. You know, I'm going to kick a You know, I'm giving everything, right? <laughs> you know, and, he goes, and this is the only thing the Lord's ever asked me to do. And I laid it on my heart. Just tell them what I've done in their life, in your life, and what I'll do in theirs. I go, I can do that. And then the devil said, Oh, you can't do this because you got a past that looks, woo, oh my goodness. Your past is rough. I said, He said, My past is rough. He said, I already bought and paid for it. It's finished. I got, I like your hands are better. I bet I draw a little closer to the Lord, right? I said, Well, my goodness. I said, but look at this. I, I don't, you know, this, I had all these excuses. And he said, Look at the book. The book, the Bible. Look at Moses. He blew it. Look at David. He blew it. Look at Paul. He was Saul. Then he, he was so bad they had to change his name. I'm telling you. God just transformed his life. And I go, God, I'm your man. I can work with that because I'm just as messed up as they are. Right? But we got one thing in common. We got a God that's awesome. We got a God that's forgiven. God said, I'll take you right where you are, boy. Woo! Tell me what. I wouldn't pick me, but he did, and I'm glad he did. Amen. And that doesn't mean we got it all together But guess what we're following the one who does That's freedom Let me give you some word anchor right there All 2 right? Corinthians 3.17 Where it says this Now the Lord is the spirit And where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom Do you feel free in what God's been doing today? Let me tell you what If you're sitting here and you feel that little tug on your heart It's not, it's, it's not me it's God Be obedient to what God's saying today Amen. Look at this Galatians 5.1 It says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free that means that we can freely serve God. We can focus on the things of God. We can be who God wants us to be. All right? So he says, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, man. And do not let yourself be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. See, we want to pull the past around. God cuts it loose. Boom. Bought and Romans 8, 1. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. I cannot tell you how many times I've read that. You want to be encouraged? Read Romans chapter 8. And he goes on and breaks up the whole gospel message of his love for us. And I said, Lord, is that mean that's you? That's you. not anything I did, good, bad, or indifferent, is what God did. And all I did is that. I'll take it. I'll grab hold of it today. I pray today that you grab hold of the Free message of what Jesus Christ has done. Take a look at this. That's so what the Lord gave me on, on working through this. The truth of God's word should lighten our load so that serving is a joy, not a burden. See, when we come to the realization that God's paid for it all, right? We don't have to work our way to heaven. That's not going to happen. It's by grace you say, through faith, right? That's what it is. Will you trust him for what he's done? And so guess what? Then it becomes freeing and joyful to serve. If we're going, well, I got to go to church and I got to do this and all, we're missing the point. We get to go to church. We get to serve God. We get to give to what he has, right? And we ought to feel good about that. Because I'm going to tell you, he's gave you everything anyway. It's all his. Are we being a good steward? I pray that we are. So guess what? Reaching our dreams and potential takes effort. Listen, know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about working your way to heaven. I'm talking about stepping in by faith in what God's got for you. I'm talking about, say, so you know what? God said that in his word, and that's promises for me. I'm going to hold to it. I'm going to hold on to what he says, and I'm going to see it come through the other side. Amen? So I want you guys to look in the word at the treasures of God's word. Right? We've got some things coming up. We've got surgeries coming up. We've got different things going on, job opportunities coming up, you know, for folks. And we're praying about that. We're going to trust God. We're going to trust God. And we're going to be freed by knowing that his time is best and that he is the pace setter. Amen? Well, let's take a look at this. This is really where this whole message kind of generated out from here. You know, in the morning, a lot of you guys know, um, I pray in the morning, I write down, I'm like I call, it, I call it my journal, but I actually put it up on, on Facebook, try to put out some uh, encouraging things to folks. And so, y'all just love me through the mistakes, but I think you'll get the gist of it when I put it out there because it's early. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to do that. But you know what, I want, to, I want to read this to you, if you can. And this is something the Lord laid on my heart the other morning, and it's kind of really put us in this, this whole mode. I said, how will you be remembered at the end of your life? Will you leave a great legacy of faith behind, memories that comfort other, others, or hope that inspires families and friends to live a godly life? Well, the way we finish the race is greatly impacted by our daily steps. Are the steps you take today the ones you want to be remembered by tomorrow? I'm going to just stop there for a little bit. Then the steps that we take today, is that what we want people to remember by Tomorrow? You say, well man, I made some pretty bad steps today. On the way here, last week, last night, whatever. God said, you know what? Give them to me. I'll carry you through. Amen. So don't worry about yesterday's steps. If we're looking at where we're going to walk today and keep our eyes on Christ, we won't have to look at the steps of yesterday, amen. We can rejoice in what He's done for us today. Let's keep on rolling. I pray today that each of us lives, lives with great love for the Lord. And that it shows in our actions to encourage others for many years to come. And you know, as the Lord showed me that. It's like, you know what? What will they remember about you when it's all over? You know? What, 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 what is it going to be? What they say, you know, my grandmother was a godly woman. She used to do this and that. Hey, you know what? Well, my uncle did this and that and, and whatever. Will it bring any eternal impact to those people that you leave behind? Will it? I'm going to tell you one little story here. And we're going to get ready to move on. I thought about this last night, and I think this is what I'm supposed to share. I'm going to read the rest of this, and I'll share the story, okay? It says, we have an opportunity that outlives our natural life and touches those yet to come. Make it count today. I'm going to reel back probably 10 years. And I thought about it last night when I was praying. And I said, wow, it's so funny that the Lord brought this back to my memory. And um, I might have told it to some of you guys, but I think it's a perfect time to share this. When I first started getting into ministry, all I did was play the guitar. Never had any dreams of preaching or anything like that. I didn't think so, but God sure had a different plan. I'm grateful because I love it. Because it makes me feel alive. So a friend of mine, we grew up with Man, we went to kindergarten together. Got in trouble the first day drawing pictures and being loud. Never forget that. It was his fault. But uh, <laughs> I told him he should come today. He didn't come. But anyway, so anyway, we're there. And time goes by. And about 10 years ago, he calls me. And he goes, hey, brother. I said, what's up, bro?" He said, man, my sister's not doing good. My sister's in the hospital. She is not doing good. I'm going to expect her to make it. And I said, man, does she know the Lord? And he goes, you know, we never went to church. I said, yeah, I know. We didn't either. He says, uh, I don't know. I said, we got to know, bro. We got to know. He said, I don't know. And we just having this, all this I don't know conversation. Because I'm young and the Lord, But I know we, know we need Jesus. I didn't know that much. And, uh. He says, "I, said, man, let me know what's going on." I, I don't know. I said, "I'm just going to pray." I hang. Up, I had my cell phone. I was upstairs. I hang my cell phone up, and I prayed. I said, "Lord, I don't even know what I'd say if you send me, but if you send me, I'll go." But Lord, you know how I am. I remember, Landis, I need to know because I don't want to interfere in what's going on. It's a tender time in their family, but I know she needs Jesus. Lord, please. Let me know if you want me to go. Man, it ain't even five minutes later. Denise comes up 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 with the phone, or the house phone. I can always tell when it's a ministry call because it's this. It's for you. I had not heard this woman's voice in 20 years, man. And this old German lady that lived behind us called me. She said, buddy, buddy, do you know who this is? I said, "Yes, ma'am, I know who it is." She said, "I've been praying, and you know Debbie's sick." I said, "Yes, ma'am, I know Debbie's sick." She said, "God said that He's going to send you." What? <laughs> Man, I'm I'm, I'm balling because God's that good, and I go. She said, "I just thought, I just I just was praying, and I'm telling you, He's going to send you." I said alright hang that phone up." Tears running down my face I said Lord I don't know You're going to have to say You're going to have to say Whatever you're going to have to say Because it's going to be on you I go My buddy calls me back again He said we got to go man We got to go I said okay I'll meet you there I get there The family's all around And she's been in and out all day She ain't even said hardly anything mm-hmm. And I'm like Lord I don't know what to say And Lord asked me anything. Just ask her Just ask her And I get there And I said Do you know who I am? And she nods. She said, buddy. I said, how you doing, baby? I said, I got to ask you the most important question that you ever answered in your life. Nod your head. I said, do you know Jesus? If you ask Jesus in your life. And she smiled and she said, yes, I did. Man, I thought they were going to have to give me something. (laughs) I jumped up, man. I'm swinging it everywhere and everything. and, and, And the folks are going, is he all right you know, and, and, and I'm going. Who? I said, baby. I I said that's the best news I heard all day. Hit my buddy on the back. Wow. Who? God's rolling, baby. And they're going, what? I said, well, you know what? I know one thing. We got to promise. If something happens, we know we're going to see her again. Right? It was right on Easter. That, that next morning, I was down at Nessie Point doing some music for the uh, Christian Motorcycle Association, playing music stuff, and I got home. And they said, they called. She's gone. I said, she's just getting there ahead of us. She's just getting there a little bit more ahead of us. You know, because that's the promise of God. That's the promise of God. Just taking a little time like that. Now, I could have said, well, you know, man, I'm pretty busy, dude. Hey, you know what? You ought to call there You know, they got people at the hospital. You know? But you know what? When I stepped down, I said, Lord, if you send me, I'll go. I still haven't seen that lady in I don't know how long. But she was an obedient, praying woman. And God knew what I needed. See, I'm a guy, I need a billboard sometime. Hey, man. I don't think he says that. Hey, buddy. Hey, you. Whatever. I do that every week. Uh, but I'm just going to tell you what, man. God will speak to you. And he'll speak to you through folks that are listening. And he'll speak to you when you're listening. Amen. So I just want you to know that, you know what? We have a great opportunity to finish big. And let's go back to this right here. Lord remind me I want y'all to read that with me Can y'all read that with me You ready Lord remind me How brief my time on earth will be Remind me That my days are numbered How fleeting my life is You know what Procrastination is a dream killer I don't know what dream God's put in your heart But I'm going to tell you what I don't know anybody that doesn't have a dream of this To see their loved ones again Right To have the insurance Of knowing when I call upon the name of the Lord That I will be saved He says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, Lord, I believe, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, I believe that, you will be saved. He said, I love this. Thank you, Lord, for putting this in there. Whosoever calls upon the Lord will be saved. My question is, have you called upon the Lord today? You're not here by accident. You might have been here 20 times, 50 times, or whatever. I don't care. Make it fresh today. Make it real today. I'm going to ask you to bow your head and I'm going to pray for you right here, right now. This is your day. Amen? You guys heard the stories? You heard the testimonies? I know God is moving in this place today. So I'm going to ask you, if you die tonight, do you know for sure you go to heaven? I'm going to tell you that God says, you know what? Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. I want to encourage you that there's one way to get there. And his name is Jesus Christ. And if that's your prayer today, to be secure in him, we're going to make it personal. I just ask you to raise your hand. I'm going to pray for you right where you are. Amen, amen. You know what? That's exactly right. You say, Lord, I, I need to know that for sure. The Bible tells us when we call on the name of the Lord. It's this simple. I, I just pray you pray this from your heart where you are. Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. I know there are many. But Lord, I know that you're faithful. Forgive me, Lord. I received you today as my Savior. And if you're here today, you say, you know, buddy, I did that. I, t- I, I just ask you to just tell somebody before you leave, before you leave. Say, buddy, I prayed that prayer with you today. Because you know why? I want to encourage you in the Word. I want to take time with you just like my friend took time with me. He said, let's keep walking, let's keep going. You say, oh, you don't know what I've done, you don't know where I've been. You know what God said? He'd take care of all our sin. Past, present, future. And just in case you think you give your life to the Lord and you don't ever miss the mark, you will miss the mark. Because he tells you when you do, be quick to repent. That means turn from that and turn back to God. So I pray that we're here today, that we call on the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for each one here. I thank you for the opportunity Come and share your word, Lord I'm just lifting up this Bible track right now For each one that passes I pray for souls to be saved Because your word will not come back void I pray that everybody sees When they see a KTP sticker That we'd be quick to say it's all about Jesus I pray that today That we get a fresh start in you, Lord In Jesus' mighty name Amen Give the Lord a hand clap I'm going to tell you moving up in here today Woo. Well, you know what? I was thinking about, Lord, how do we end this? How do we end this set? How do we end this set? Well, you know, I talked about a lot of future and a lot of past and everything else. And, you know, just like it says on that Bible track, it's simple, isn't it? He did the hard part. So I want to share this song with you. Y'all can stand if you like, and we're going to just praise the Lord. My mama told me when I was young, come sit beside me, my only son, listen closely, oh baby, to what I say, and if you do this, it'll hit